Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all that news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down our segments with our unique journalistic point of view that we've been discovering all across the 805 this last week. We're in the middle of May, Spence. How you feeling? I'm feeling real good. We're, we officially got the May Gray, though. We, we got that up to our bloody eyes. So we can't always have beautiful weather. But it's been nice. I just, I'm waiting for the sunshine. I'm waiting for the heat. That's my only thing. And if that's what I'm complaining about, life is good. Absolutely. You know, like, compared to the Mediterranean, the best mm-hmm. weather in the world off of the coast of Greece, I think this 30 or 40 days of the May Gray really makes it so unique. So, yes, it is kind of a dreary time of year, especially last Friday with my birthday. It was a great day. Thanks for the birthday wishes. But, yes, I'm missing that sunshine just as much as you. Yeah, so we just need that to brighten up our day, get to the beach, go out, do some great hiking. Uh, but, uh, yeah, all is right with the world. All right, let's get down to episode number 57. We're rolling it through our 10 to 15 topics. No special guest. We want to remember our special people, though, is the band Ray Fresco, always bringing those tasty beats. They'll be moving and grooving throughout the summer. So check out Ray Fresco and that band throughout town. Also, some other great bands going around. Our favorites, Looking West, Quiet, Guy Martin, the Ventura music scene is always popping popping and stopping. So don't forget to go out there and support your local musicians. We appreciate you. Let's jump right into those topics, Spence. Number one is a sad note, but the most important, we talk about in Ventura Ford all the time, and it's safety. Safety in our community. We talk about Criminal Highway, the activity from the jail all the way over to the hospital and the transient center. And with horrible news to share, if you haven't heard it yet, we had an attempted rape on Dunning Street, which is right next to Danny's Deli in the heart of Midtown across the street from the Pacific View Mall. And it goes right into that problem again, Spence, where the state of California is attracting people who are high on drugs, love to live that criminal lifestyle. They get arrested somewhere in the vicinity of Ventura County. The sheriff's department drives them down to our jail with our weak laws. They get released in about 24, 48 hours, and they're back on the streets. Then this gentleman went to Dunning Street, pulled down his pants in front of an elderly woman who was gardening in her front yard. So, and I say that to be detailed because those are the facts that came out. And there's video that the police department let me know that was true because the police department couldn't believe this. Is that a ring cam? Ring cam, yep, neighbors. I actually asked, and I, I wanted to see it. Because if that video came out, it'd be powerful. I'd be curious what neighbor might have that video. But for a man to pull his pants down and be looking at a woman and then go into her yard and start pulling her out of her own yard, it's 10 over-the-top ridiculous. Yeah, that's a, that's a right-to-bear-arms type of situation right there. Absolutely. The older woman, no, and staring at her for an extended time, very creepy. All around, thank goodness that local citizens reacted quickly. Uh, he got chased, but we have to look at the safety of everyone here, and this is uh, an absolute um, cannot happen. And I will give credit because there's a lot of people in this county, 850,000. Uh, crimes like this are unusual, and it is a sad thing that this happened. We've got to protect the citizens, but we... Uh, we also have to acknowledge that we do live in a pretty good place. It, 
definitely a good place. This story, though, with the details was scary. And with the extra vagrancy presence on the community, people look like they're kind of discombobulated, high on drugs, mm -hmm. seem like they're out of control. I've been talking to a lot of senior women on the DMs through Instagram. They don't dislike homeless people. They dislike people on drugs who are scary. And there's a drastic difference between somebody who's unhoused looking for a place to sleep opposed to somebody who's on a midnight drug binge. Am I right here, Spence? Absolutely. The other thing, too, is it, we don't have expert level to understand which is which. So since I am a husband and I am a father, all of them become suspect because I have to be extra vigilant. And I don't want to pick anybody out that's just down on their luck. But on the other hand, somebody's staring at my wife, somebody's staring at my daughter, my son, and they look like they're going to cause harm. What would any, any husband, that any brother do? Yes. Your first instinct is to protect, and that's exactly what all of us would do. Let's do that. Remember, what's first is the protection of women and children and seniors on the Ventura Forward platform. When you start with that, you go up. If you don't have that, you got nothing. So let's keep that in mind. And it's not, I'm a hero. It's just what you do. It's just, you know, it's it's, just what you do. It's the what way, you the, do. The part of life that I think is confusing a lot of people is, the things that used to just be a normal, the things you, mm -hmm. what you used to do, we're not doing them naturally anymore. I think that's what's kind of scaring people in the, old, the older generations. And some of the things that the newer generation needs to learn as well. These kids don't know that you're supposed to act normally. We just instantly just protect somebody for no reason. And the other thing is, do you really want a, a person like this woman who's in her own yard carrying around pepper spray when she's in her own no. front yard? You know, at what point are we going to have to... Yeah, really Look at all the fences being stands. built up in yards. You mm -hmm. see that? Everyone has their own little front yard fence now. Yeah. Even if it's two or three feet, it's still showing that barrier that you want one more barrier. For Do some... not cross. I mean, everyone in town probably get a front yard fence. How do you become L.A.? It's not just big towers making cutting off your front yards. It's happening in Ventura every day. It's super sad to see it happen. But as those fences get built up, more people come in. We're talking traffic, Spence. Traffic. Topic number two. Yes, Let's I'm get ready. after it here. Strawberry Festival traffic in downtown Ventura. There were a lot of special, unique situations. It was the marathon. There was a few construction sites happening. But traffic came to a standstill on Saturday. Sunday wasn't as bad. But something's got to be figured out to be more proactive to having traffic when we have big events. It just happened. And people are mad at success. Next year, they'll have to do something to alleviate it. But, you know, stuff is going to happen. And I don't want to damn a, an event for being more successful than they might have thought. And I also think with the Strawberry Festival, people say, why doesn't this happen with the fair? I think the Strawberry Festival has more of an all-in than an all-out. I used to go to a lot of Strawberry Festivals over the years. And at the end of the festival... Everybody tends to leave at once. Now, when that happens at the fairgrounds, it's at night, so there's not as much other traffic. So it's the leave is a little better, like after the fireworks, classically in the old right. days. In this case, okay, but it's, it's more of looking for I can't get mad at anyone. We had people call the morning show and say, but I had a business. I said, you know, I feel really, really bad, but this happened once. If it happens again, that's a, that's a fault. But this time, whoops, it was too popular. I like it. Yeah. You know, something being too popular, everyone trying to make a lot of money. Like you're saying, there's other things to complain about. And I'll bet you there's a couple of businesses that said it was great. All these people had to stop at my restaurant to eat because they didn't want to battle the traffic. People stopped at my store and bought soft drinks. So for the businesses that had some bad luck, there's others that had good luck. So I think it's a wash. But, yes, we absolutely do have to figure out the traffic. Let's get it going. Spend Don't be mad at the Strawberry Festival. 
the traffic goes right in with Caltrans, and Caltrans cleanup has been working hand-in-hand with Ventura Forward a lot through the CHP and their great collaborations. Shadow officers Burden Lutsky for continuing to create that great collaboration. Also, the new Impact Division, giving some more communication via social media, which has been awesome for Ventura. So thank you. And Spence, two cleanups happened this week. One was on the Johnson Drive area. One was on the Main Street area. But there was a topic discussion that came with the community about the trash being on the other side of the fence. Did you see that happen after the cleanup? I saw, yeah. We, we reported in the morning, so we got some photos from people. And people were confused. They didn't know what it was. They thought it was an illegal dumping. So what's happening there, and just the detail is, is when they know they have 72-hour notice, the vagrants know that Caltrans legally cannot remove their stuff if it's not in their jurisdiction. So the night before they come to clean it up, they'll move all the stuff that they want to keep to the other side of the fence, allow them to clean up their whole area, and then maybe that next day, if they can still go back to where they are, take their stuff from that fence back to their side of the fence. Literally to the point where Caltrans yesterday, after I went by to have a little uh, investigative reporting situation, told me that they use it in Los Angeles where it's a lot more functioning, that they use Caltrans as their maid service, that they'll hang out for a while, they know they're coming, leave all their trash and stuff there, and then literally will move back the other day. I told that today to CHP. CHP checked in. I checked in with VPD. We're going to get more collaborative so everybody's there that day, this side of the fence and that side of the fence, so it won't happen. Like my idea? It's... Such a joke. I mean, then if if all of this is true, then why? And I won't do this, folks. But why can't I just dump a mattress on the side of the road and make them pick it up and pay for it? Them being the city, the county, whoever's yeah. responsible, because that's exactly what people are doing. They're having their encampments and they're leaving trash and they're having it taken care of. And there it's OK. And they even have a 72 hour right. But if I go out and toss something I'm a homeowner that at least pays taxes. That's funny. And it's illegal if I do it, but somebody that's living under an overpass. Not anything, from here. Not from here. Living in. I like your idea I, there. Get I a mattress. Don't get it. I get, don't get, get it. Get a mattress, lay it on the side of the road, lay on it for 10 minutes. And then. <laughs> it's your possession. Yeah, what, what do I become a homesteader? <laughs> of course not. It's absurd. Well, Mr. Uh, Spence, you, I'm sorry. Would but you like you some coffee in bed? Why not? <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't get this process at all. I like it. You're I right. Give that an F minus. And that's where our community is getting so much steam is because Ventura Ford and our conversations on the podcast and our daily posts on social media, I think bringing to question a few of these simple what the heck's going on here situations and the leaders who say that they're actively involved. Why aren't you taking the necessary steps to make the changes? And if you're not, what are you really doing? And that's what kind of happened Monday night when I called out Joe Schrader in a moment where people said that I vaporized the mayor because he came out and promised he would listen to the residents, do what they said, and ultimately he went against them. And that's what happens. We got him this week for someone to say that. I heard that he said he would listen but didn't say do what they said. Well, I wish they could have had it on recording because he said that you guys— Well, it is on recording. Where? On the Pierpont Bay Community Council? They don't. They don't take minutes. What are they nuts? Yeah, uh, no. On the on. Oh, then it's that's not even a legal meeting. Then you're thinking city council. This, no, no. Even oh, if there's, there's any kind of meeting that's I a know. council, then somebody made a grave error here. Because if he did say, then why? Here's another question. Why is he mayor if he just lets constituents say what he's supposed to do? That's the that great, doesn't make that's sense. Why, that's why the moment was so unique and why the residents were shocked he said that he would listen. 
They literally but nobody oh, has that on recording. Nope. Okay, how many witnessed it? Twenty were there. Terry Foley, Amy and they can Chir- all call him out and say he absolutely. Abso- that's what, okay. That, if if and I didn't hear this, but yeah. if that's true, he would be in trouble. And I don't. That's why over the weekend I took the six and eight hours to set up that community table. And we all, we all got so excited because we had him testify that he hadn't made his mind up yet and that he would listen to hear his residents because their feelings are going to make his decision. He ultimately said that. You just changed what he said, though. Did he say, because it's literal. Well, I, I you mean, have to be literal. Okay. No, these are the laws. Sure. You, you can't say it. And then you well, have to know what he literally said. Because if he said, you tell me what to do, well, literally, then I will do it. But by law, but he, he, says, he can't say that by law even. So that he's not held to it. He can't be held to it. But as a no. politician, okay, well, you can say that. I understand what you're saying. It's not, it's not legally binding. How could it be legally binding? I didn't say says, it was legally, I never said it was legally binding. I said it's a public opinion binding. Then it means nothing. Well, to you it doesn't. But to no, the, no, what I'm saying is then they have to vote him out. Exactly. Because they can't hold him to anything. Because you've got to remember. Sure. This is what people don't remember about politicians. You elect people to make good decisions. They're not always going to make the decision you want. 100% agree. So he's done nothing. In your opinion, yes. For the 20 people that he said that he would listen to their 20 opinion, out of how many people voted out of, for, to make him a mayor? Um, well, considering that, and I think he got maybe 1,800 votes, they may put the booth in front of his district, in front of the main grocery store. So he only got 1,800 votes to get voted into city council? Yes, sir. Okay, that's close. But what's 20 on 1,800? Then we got 130. But no, what is the percentage of 20 well, on 1,800? It's Fairly less. Low? It's less than one percent, but a hundred percent more than any other opinion that he heard. Yeah, but it's still so. Twenty people out of 1,800. No, we don't. We, a decision that was in the group. Then we got 150 signatures on on for that six hours. Then we got over probably about 300 verbal uh, testimonies. So I would say we probably touched about close to 500 people. But again, this isn't like legal. This is just a community outreach through mm-hmm. Ventura Forward. And I love you listening. Is it binding? No. Is there anything legal? No. Does he have to listen to us? No. But are we going to document this? through a No, social- he has to listen to you. He just doesn't have to do what you say. Exactly. If he cares about the vote in the future, if we hold that responsibility. As far as the voters go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he, I thought he did something wrong. No. No, he didn't do anything wrong. No. No. He didn't, didn't do anything wrong legally. He did create a term sheet that is deemed wrong by the process, not illegal again. But this is the only time in the last 20 years that we've created a term sheet to go in front of the coastal plan, Mm -hmm. the coastal updating plan. So from some people's perspectives, it was kind of doing it backwards, which they deemed to be wrong. But from Ventura Ford and the legal process, no, it was not. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. So what what is the bottom line here? What are we leaving with? Four hundred. What made everybody mad? Four hundred homes are going to be built on the Alessandro lemon packing plant above the Golden China. A minimum. A minimum of four hundred homes, and it could have been deemed to stay light industrial. Now is this declared as affordable? Well, it's because it sounds like a pretty nice place to have a house. Well, at one point, it could have been 117 single-family homes. It in could two, have been a room with a view. In 2005, the city council, who was stagnant in this process, denied 117 homes. Now, when you drag your feet another 15, 20 years, the state put these new rules on. Now, you could put as many as 680 homes there. 
But KB Homes and the leaders were thinking to themselves, instead of allowing the state to possibly put the maximum amount of homes there, get this term sheet together with KB Homes to then solidify maybe a housing project that finds the middle, 385 homes with 20% inclusionary. Or, okay. or low affordable. So that's where the conversation was going, was from the, the light density use, industrial, into that. You know what a unique area is up there. It is. It, the the windy road. What a place to have a house. Oh Beautiful up there. Yeah. You get an ocean Knockout. view. Knockout. So think but of, we don't want to build up all over the hills. And, and I did see your presentation. It was cogent, which is a good word. Thank you. <laughs> but I don't think you did anything wrong. That's fine. But I, I thought your presentation was excellent. I love that you having a different point of view because that's Ventura forward to the fullest extent. We're allowed to go on both sides of the coin when there wasn't a law broken to allow the public to actually hear both sides. And that's what the community has been missing. You know, where mm -hmm. is the whole ethics versus moral? How do we hold them to the standard if they didn't just break the law? Spence, thank you for always being here with me. And we also had a situation just like this in Thousand Oaks. When they built the Thousand Oaks Civic Arts Plaza, most of the people, and I mean most of the people. I think that was kicked back by the public twice on a vote, twice on a vote. No, mm. we don't want the uh, Civic Arts Plaza uh, because it's going to be this big white elephant that's not going to make any money and it's not going to be good. They pushed and pushed and pushed. And I will say, even though they didn't do anything illegal, mm, boy, did they finesse that joint in. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't cool. And is it a great place? Sure. But when I go to see Beauty and the Beast there and there's 120 people in a 1,200-seat venue, I think we got trouble. So I, I see where people can go when you feel like you get kicked in the face, when you really, as a constituency, but now you know what the law is and you know what the rule is. You ran for office. They got to make sure if they're upset with that, the next time he's up, he's out. And you suggested that in your in your um, thank time. you because people go, what do we do? Do we recall him? Yeah. No, no, you don't recall. This is Ventura forward, not Ventura backwards. Okay, the mistakes were made. Two and a half years ago, Spence, I did a whole city council review of all the candidates. Do you possibly remember that? I do. I listed all eleven of them. You're like, what are you doing? Who does that? And I was like, let me just be myself here. Continue to be wacky. I put Joe Schrader on the bottom. Of all 11, I put him on the bottom. Now he's the mayor. Now he's making decisions against the people. Opinion. And, and, and it, it just is what it is. And is there a silent group out there that say, way to go, Joe, and I'm going to vote for you when it comes back? They're called the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. But is there enough of them to sway the vote? Uh, currently there is, and that's the thing. Is it money or people? And that's the conversation of California. Is it the political action committee swaying the vote, or is it the people who are involved that's California. This is Ventura Ford. We're moving down that list because we went from the Alessandro into some different stuff. Spence, we're going back to the fairgrounds. Last week, the news came across. Yes. That the CEO, Stacey Rianda, the woman that we just got brought in six months ago, right during the, the robbery, we lost a half a million dollars. We found out it was an inside. Burglary. Burglary, thank you. That was an inside job. We had the fiasco with the PSG project go on where somebody paid $25,000 to present to this fair board a possible beginning to a pay-to-play situation it was not involving Stacey Riondi. And then we find out the supposed darling of the fair boards up and down the state from the Fresno area was in the middle of an audit while she got hired by the board of Ventura. So first off, start right there. Why didn't the board members of Ventura County Fair do more due diligence to make sure the past and the history of Stacey Rianda? And if she was under the middle of an audit, I personally probably wouldn't have hired her, okay? That's just me. But now, 
that she has discovered had a whole pay-to-play scheme going on using the foundation called the Big Fresno Fair to where you were receiving money from outside contractors, turning that money into cash and gift cards, an easy-to-follow scam pay-to-play. How she thought that this scheme was never going to get undercovered, I've got no idea, but I guarantee you she was thinking about bringing that same scheme and idea down to Ventura. Luckily, we got rid of it before it started. Spence, I'm happy, but it also shows, again, the continued disarray and current situation of the fairgrounds. I agree. Background check is essential. And why wasn't this discovered? It sounds like it was fairly well known that there was some sort of, you know, illegal presence that was checking what she did there. And we didn't know about that. That's a little odd. It's weird, though, when you get somebody in, everybody I talked to liked this person. Everybody I talked to liked them. And all of a sudden it's like, you're out. It was a shocker. The one this time was, this was a big one for me because everybody liked her and she interviewed very well. I got a chance to speak with her twice and it was uh, it was great. Totally agree. And she but was she doing great things, out. great yeah. events, big mm-hmm. events. But it's kind of like sometimes when you think everyone likes her, she's not saying no. Mm-hmm. And when you're not saying no or if it's pay to play, you are saying yes. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're doing a double yes. Right. And I think that the Strawberry Festival traffic situation was a direct reflection of that. That, the, that if a new CEO would have come on in, seen maybe the marathon happening, maybe use a little more collaboration with the police department, shutting down streets for the marathon, mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't have come in full light. But that's what happened. You got somebody who's motivated to do whatever it is to get things done, and you're doing pay-to-play schemes, boom, look what happens. And one caller to the morning show said, don't they check the calendar to see what's happening on each day? Because I've only run two marathons, 26.2 through a city, through LA, and I ran through San Diego. It takes over a town. And I would get the dirtiest looks from some people because slow ass me running across an intersection. Somebody saying, you know, I'm late for church, dude. And there's a few of us. So it is unfortunate. What do we say? The cliche of the perfect storm now. Marathon, nice weather, Ventura, Strawberry Festival. It it was chaos. So we do have to, like we say, I thought the Strawberry Festival was fantastic. My family went, loved it. Yeah. But we can't do that to businesses again. No, we need But le- for once, let it go and let's fix it. And let's realize that we don't have leadership here. We don't have a community development director. We don't have a city manager. We don't have people in our parks and rec department, unfortunately, that are good job at throwing events. And That's I run just straight up true. Well, there's some issues with that, but I know the people that run the runs, haha. Um, yeah. they do great work. And I know how much effort they've put in through half marathons, through 5Ks, oh, through yeah. marathons in the community. So at this point, it's the, unfortunate it happened the, the way it The did. marathon organizers are only as good as the people they're supported by in this situation. Sure. And that's who I feel like we totally let down. So hats off to what you're saying is supporting the people bringing the events, organizing the events in that level. And then they needed to be supported by the government. You can't have a marathon without support by the government. And those are just the facts. Because uh, anybody who doesn't know, who's never had one of those through your neighborhood, slow guys like me in a marathon now would be like at five hours. It takes up a lot of road for a lot of time. So, hey, next time we'll work it out. Running by that marathon by the beach, you might have seen some ducks. Old duck pond. We talked about Alessandro Drive. I wanted to get into this topic here in this podcast, running of Duck Pond and California wetlands. We've heard about Ormond Beach in Oxnard in the Port Wyneme area, but there is still one state park wetlands called Elisandra Lagoon, and this is in the heart of the San Hone Exit Seaward area in Spence. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yes, absolutely. And it's such a, a cool place when you discover it. But it's been um, it's been shot upon. It's been there's been some encampments there, like three or four mega encampments I've cleaned the last few years. They're not back yet. I'm gonna maybe get there with my chainsaw a little bit more, clean up some of that vegetation. But I really wanted to bring up in this podcast. So maybe if the state of California is watching. I want more funds to this area. California wetlands get talked about a lot, how there's these special prized areas. I think this one's special. I think we need to put more money into it. And think about there's gonna be four hundred homes up over there. There's gonna be a new hotel. Different things happening. Wouldn't it be cool if there's a local pond you could go walk around? Like, do a trail. Maybe build a natural wall from the freeway there. But do a nice half. I mean, it's like almost like a little like mile walk, like a mile loop. It's a shame that many of the little green belts and patches we've had in the past have been taken away. Yeah. And they've been nicely, in a lot of cases, filled with grassy parks. But there is nothing like it because we were raised through, especially in my generation. We used to be able to go on a quick, easy hike and see pollywogs and see ducks and birds and all sorts of stuff. These little jewels should be protected. And given for kids for opportunity and not for adults to continue to do bad things. And that's the Ventura Forward vibe. We're here for the kids. We're bringing that exposure. And we're always working for you. If you've been following us on the podcast, on the KVTA radio show, whether it's social media, wherever you get your fill of Spence and Spence, we got mad love and big respect for you just as much as our sponsors. So let's get off here with a couple of our sponsorships, which we always love getting after us. Number one, Spence, continuing that vibe, the Ventura Music Hall. The summer lists are coming out. I really want to get you down to the hall this week. I got to get out there. I miss Violent Femmes. I, I missed a couple of big shows. And even the shows I don't know, I've heard great reviews on. And sometimes the shows you should go to are the ones you don't know to be introduced to something new. And that's what they're doing a very good job at. Yeah, a lot of those local cover bands, I think Twisted Gypsies coming in there. Uh, Grateful Shred is coming around. So there's a lot of unique bands. The Midget Wrestling is back at the Ventura Music Hall. So they cut no corners. And I also have been talking to Ariel... Uh, about maybe renting the hall out or using it for community space to give some kind of education through social programs, hmm. maybe like BMX in the parking lot, concert inside for kids, you know, charge kids a bunch of money to come get some food and watch some BMX that's stuff. That's them. Yeah. Well, the parents are paying for it anyway, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. If I'm going to babysit, I'm going to yeah. charge a lot of money. Venmo. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of a cool thing. Ventura Music Hall, appreciate you going. We'll try to get down there very soon, if not every weekend. Shout out. All right, Rocks and Drams downtown cocktails. Marks and Chris came through with another big Cabrillo PTO meeting. Spence, are you available for a drink this weekend? I could be, actually. Really? Yeah, the, uh, the fam is going down to San Diego, and I shall be stuck here. Mark said that Ventura Ford is always welcome by to spread the vibes, and we can come by for a nice cold water, cafe, or if you're feeling inclined, maybe a nice dram. Dram. So let's go by for one of those very soon. If you're downtown, check out Rocks and Drams. Let's get it. Moving down my little list here, Johnny's Mexican Food. Ooh, Cristobal at Johnny's has not only been supporting our second second Saturday cleanups, they've been giving me a little burrito fill, also with this new orange whip. It's kind of like a... Orange whip? It's a Mexican restaurant style. It's almost like an orange Julius. Mm-hmm. You put some orange drink in there, you whip it up, and there's a little cream on top. Have you had one? I have not had that one in particular, but I have had one like it. If next time you go to a Mexican restaurant, ask for the orange whip. Orange whip. And I like extra. You always have to say whip. 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 Whip it. Yeah, that's uh It's whippy. So this family guy? Cristobal. Oh, uh, Peter Griffin. Yeah, Peter. It's the, one of the characters. <laughs> whip. What? Whip. He says the WH. <laughs> it's really funny. I forget who's the voiceover guy. That's Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. It's Seth. It's brilliant. Oh, he's voices. so good. And he goes, whip. 
<laughs> and the way he says it is beautiful. It's great. So we shall have a whip. And right across, close by too, Spencer McKenzie's. John is getting pumped up for that cornhole tournament. He's Could a- you just eat one to the other for the rest of your life? I try Seriously. to. I try to. Yeah, you make every attempt. It's real two great places locally. You know, and the food is becoming kind of a Ventura Forward favorite too. People mm-hmm. are like, where'd you get that? Last week we talked about Maggie's Burgers, yeah. stuff like that. So it's been really fun to get out there, get some of that good food in. And Spencer's weight line hasn't been, I'm, I'm working so many calories off. Luckily that the, the belt line hasn't changed too much. Well, I'm looking at the fact that I appreciate all the big chains because they employ people too, but it's so nice to go to a mom and pop. Just straight up, somebody working for a living, uh, making their restaurant as their own home, their own place. Off the top of my head right now, I'm going to give you two people that are further investing in our community under the restaurant umbrella. That's number one is the Cafe in Urbe, right? E-U-B-R-E. They have the one which is over by Barnes & Noble, by Main Street. They have about 10 locations in the 805. I like this fence because it seems kind of corporified, but it's 805 locally owned, and they're opening up a new restaurant across the street from Spencer McKenzie's on Thompson. Redoing that whole building where the surf shop used to be and still remains. But I love it when local buildings get reinvested. Now there's going to be a cool place to eat on Thompson Boulevard. Big shout out, uh, Urban Cafe. Oh, good one. Urban Cafe. And then another extension too, Cafe Ficelli. You know, Cafe Ficelli. Yeah, Ficelli. We did a remote there. Uh, and we, we uh, the police invited us because we had a coffee there, you know, like a meet an officer type thing. Ficelli's great. Oh, and those day, 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 I'm saying day streets, the paint. Danish and pastries are coming together. But what's cool, they have a sister location across from Ventura High School. You know where the old uh, locksmith place used to be? Yeah. They're making that into like a little cafe place to sell pastries and stuff. I'm imagining that they're going to just probably cook them over in Ventura because I, I don't know if you can cook that much there. But right across the street from Ventura High School, another little cafe right there. Good. Okay, you want one more? One more. Ho, ho, how can he do it? But he loves Ventura so much, and he loves the small business owners and surfers. I met this cat named Corbin. Corbin's cool. Not as cool as Howie the cat in Ventura because he's the coolest. But Corbin is on the top of that list. He started with investors, that coffee shop on Main Street called Rising Sun. Have you been to that one? I've seen it, never been in. Packed out there, mm-hmm. kind of a little hipster joint. I like it. He's opening up a new spot on the avenue. Corbin, I hope I can say this. I know that I can. It's a great, it's on um, Mission and Ventura Avenue by the Ventura Avenue Center. Do, do you know that corner? It's been I do now. run down for a long time. Got big open windows. I went in there and saw the floor plan. Used to be, uh, it was like a dollar store for a while. There was illegal stuff going, poker games in the back. This area has been blithe for decades. Brand new coffee shop going in with a bar, baristas up there, coffee shop makers, little tables in the back. This is something that the Ventura Avenue has been needing and wanting for decades. I was thinking about it and giving those prayers to thinking that will somebody please invest into this? Corbin, Rising Sun, hats off. Good. And not only does he start a business in Ventura, Spence, guess what he does? Supercharger, big waves, 15, 20 footers. Wow. No toe in. So he's a Mavericks type of guy? I don't know how big Mavericks, Mavericks is. Mavericks I really know nothing about no. surfing, folks. Okay. I just tried to drop on Mavericks name. is huge, but Mavericks is more of like a mush, okay. like a huge like a huge mountain coming in, where someone like Corbin is more of like a fine, detailed wave chaser, where he has like resource to go to Mexico during the height of the storm. And my buddy was showing me a video. I can show it to you after this podcast, blow your mind. But when, when most guys are getting towed out by jet skis, Corbin's still paddling in. So there's a difference between paddling into a 20-footer and being pulled to a 20-footer. This guy's insane. 
I met him this week. He's Ventura Ford all the way. Good. Let's another, go. Another uh, great personality. And right. I met him. I'm like, you haven't met Ventura Ford before, have you? He's like, no, what's that? I'm like, I love you. Because the last thing I want is everyone to think that they know. I never want. I always want to be like this guy who's just normal. Stay normal. Meet new cool people and just bring them up. I love bringing people up. So from Corbin to Cafe Fisele to everyone reinvesting in, in our community, we really give you a big appreciate. And that went back to John at Spencer McKenzie's pushing it farther with that throw down cornhole tournament. Let's go, Spence. You feeling the vibes? Feeling the vibe. 57 Ventura forward. We're wrapping up here, getting close to the end. 32 minutes on this podcast. We will say before we close out that this is a new function we're dropping today is that it will be released on Patreon only on Friday. If you listen to this podcast on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, that means that you are officially a sponsor of Ventura Ford for a minimum of $5 a month. Me and Spence want to say thank you so much for really investing in us and our time and effort. It's been a long time before because we come for that ask, but we discussed it before. We're coming with the ask and the heavy ask. Before the more resources that you provide us, the more information and entertainment we can provide you. And that's that big win when Ventura Forward is being created. So get out there. Go to Ventura Forward. Go to the Patreon site. Get signed up. Give that $5 or a month at least. If you want to do a one-time donation, we'd appreciate that too. Support the Ventura Forward. Ventura Forward Stoke. Let's get going. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good, and I just got to say that a neighbor uh, on my street in Fillmore, as I was walking uh, down the street to go to fetch my car. And when I walk down the street quite often, I'm barefoot because I'm trying to muscle up the bottom of my feet, you know, just, just to keep it real. I, I like a tough feet. I know that's an odd left turn. But they mentioned Ventura Forward. Said, nice. Hey, love Ventura Forward. And we were in Fillmore and said, love listening to that. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Taylor Lane in Fillmore uh, shouting out to Ventura Forward. Just ha. because I think they look at it also as something that's happening. What we talk about on Ventura Forward People are experiencing in all of the 10 cities of Ventura County. So while we talk about Ventura Forward, this is the type of activity that does affect every city. So wherever you are, I won't name the 10, uh, talk about it. Get involved. Have your own forward. Fillmore Forward, for crying out loud. Oxnard Forward. Let's get it. Let's go. I met with somebody, and I, Oxnard Forward's coming. They're like, is, they're, 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 there's an Oxnard Forward? I go, not yet. Mm -hmm. but We will franchise. But just the inclination in their mind. I saw a little twinkle in the forward eye. Oh, I was stoked to see that. And I there's shout-outs to a couple names right now. Arij, Sam, and Chris. This is individuals working on the back of the house right now. I couldn't be more excited to share this stoke with all of the Ventura Forward tiers that are in the DMs. But these three individuals that have reached out are going farther with websites, streaming, subscriptions, all the things. Merch is coming. You're going to be able to get on-order merch very soon. Howie, coming on more T-shirts in a lot of fun different ways. So if you're feeling that vibe of Ventura Forward, let's go. If you're feeling that stoke that came over on that speech on Monday night, let's freaking go. And if you're feeling everything moving forward, they're actually getting things done, and you're not staying stuck in the mud, keeping your face in the sand, and you're looking the eyes and the prize on the horizon, you're going with us, Ventura Forward. My guy, Tom Spence. I'm Spencer Norn. This is Ventura Forward, number 57. Spence, you have a good time. Great time. You're looking forward to uh, sunny skies and and. Ventura. 
And Just do it. And we can have Memorial Day. We will see the stars and stripes for always. The veterans that are serving before, now, and in the future for our freedom. It's nothing without America to make these decisions, our podcast, everything we got going on. God bless America. We thank you. Until next time, let's go!